0: Teaching about identity exists So that when people say things That are contrary to your nature You don't need to to be labeled by it You don't need to let it brand you You don't need to let it shape your view of yourself And that means And I say this because I notice that A lot of the people involved in the identity circles Actually have a weaker identity um, Than those who aren't Because they are so Spoon-fed what they are like That if anyone says anything contradictory to that They're just, they're broken by it They, They can't understand how anyone could ever say anything about them That isn't truth But the reality of identity teaching is That everyone in the world at some point Probably, maybe not everyone But most people in the world are gonna at some point Whether intentionally or unintentionally or for the sake of destroying you or as an accidental slip of the mouth or just it doesn't fit into their worldview, they're going to say something about you that doesn't fit your view of who you are in Christ. And it's not about challenging them in that because the point of identity is so that even when people do say those things, it doesn't shake you in any way. And one of the biggest fallacies with the identity movement is that people have their identity locked into having a good identity their identity isn't having a good identity their identity isn't being a Christian and even that is is wrong your identity can't be in anything nothing but Jesus and not even even the the leaders and the most Christ-like people around you and their opinion of you and the things they say about you that will never change who you are whether they say everything nice about you or whether they say everything bad about you, it is totally irrelevant. You never change. Your identity is totally unchangeable and it doesn't matter if the whole world agrees with that or if the whole world disagrees with that, that's the way it is. I feel like a lot of people are are babies, you know? Like we've just, we've, I don't know how it's happened but it just seems like a lot of people are real, becoming real pansies in terms of receiving criticism and in potentially people talking to them in a slightly more than gentle tone. And personally, I'm not someone who always talks in the most gentle... Uh, gentle is not the right word because I think I am gentle. I'm not someone who talks in the most beat-around-the-bush kind of way. Like, I'm fairly direct in the way that I talk to people. Even if I, even if I do it gently, I think I'm, I'm fairly direct in the things that I say about people. And... I just find that there's so many people who have been saturated in identity teaching who can't handle criticism because they think it invalidates their identity but ironically that's the very reason we teach identity so that when people do criticize you or even if they just directly slander you that it doesn't, doesn't cause you to think twice about who you are because how can you change your mind about who you are based on what someone says? That is the core of identity teaching, right? We are like Christ, as he is, so are we in this world. Nothing can change it. And, yeah, I'm just, I find myself to be around people who I'll say something and they'll get offended by it. Uh, And then you'll say, well, you know, you you politely, and this is, of course, one of the more amusing ones. Um, If you're ever around people who are steeped in identity teaching and you ask them if they're offended by something, uh, they can't risk coming across as someone who could possibly be offended, so they'll deny it. And that's hilarious, because that's just like the ultimate insecurity. But you can't call someone who has their identity in having an identity insecure, or they'll, they'll break. So, and that's actually just pride. When your identity is rooted in having a good identity, that's just pure pride. Because you can't take feedback, you, t- you can't take criticism, you can't ever think that someone... I don't know. Maybe doesn't have the same uh, weird. What's the word? Like calmness in the way they address you. Maybe I'm not the most uh, quiet person, I suppose. And if I say things, even honestly, out of the most gentle, peaceful place, sometimes people just get wound up by it, and. Uh, people who are steeped in the identity teaching. I'm not thinking about anyone in particular here either. I'm not, I'm not just preaching some little podcast because I'm offended at someone at all. <laughs> not at all. In fact, I can't even think of anyone in particular who's, um, who's done it recently. But I've just noticed a trend over the past few years that it tends to be the case. Um, it's bizarre. Our identity is in having a good identity a lot of the time. Our identity. Our identity is in being a good Christian. Or in knowing the word of God Or in praying a lot Or in being the one who's on fire And man, it just doesn't matter And if your identity is intentionally or unintentionally placed in those things It's going to come back to bite you at some point We need to be the most open and teachable people in the world As soon as we are convinced that we are right Uh... We know nothing at all. That's what it says in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, around about verse 3, I think it is. It says, anyone who thinks they know something knows nothing. And that doesn't mean that we start doubting whether or not we believe in God. That's just crazy. But to think that we are 100% correct about everything and can't receive criticism or feedback or people have to deliver criticism and feedback in accordance with who we are in God that's just being worse than the world because even the world acknowledges that they're wrong most of the time or a lot of the time. And if we were exactly right in everything, we'd be doing everything exactly like Jesus. So until then, I think we ought to just take the stance that Jesus is Lord. And other than that, maybe we have room to improve in some areas. And I'm not saying we're sinners. I'm not saying we're struggling with imperfection forever. I think we can achieve perfection. But Perfection will be obvious when we've achieved it. And until then, we need to give ourselves to the renewal of the mind to take that inward perfection and put it on the outside. And even if we are perfect, our identity can't be in being perfect. It has to just be in Jesus. Jesus doesn't change based on what someone says about you or the way that someone says something to you. He never changes. It's totally... It's unshakable. And that's why it's beautiful. Because... Exactly as Jesus is, is exactly as we will be at any given time, regardless of what someone thinks about you or what someone says about you. But the degree to which you will walk it out is the degree to which you believe it and understand it in your own life. And Jesus is humble. Jesus says he learned obedience through suffering. He learned obedience through suffering. Doesn't mean he is ever in sin, ever. But the obedience in his life, he, he learned through the sufferings that he endured. But anyway... I'm going to go and uh, see if we have any potatoes because I'm pretty keen for some, uh, some mashed potatoes and sausages. We have the same thing for dinner almost every night and I'm pretty much just as excited every day. Come on now. Hallelujah.